Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. Zooming along. Week three of 2023. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, January the 16th. I'll be back after Sunday the 22nd with our meditation. We are activespirituality.life. As always, Pamela Cuccinelli and Susie Mazzoli, for years and years and years and years, we have been... Yeah doing this with the forecast and with the meditations so um please um do encourage us to do more help support us if you can make a donation and um and we'll be able to keep bringing this wonderful short accurate uh spiritual grounding helpful podcast for you every week Okay, Pam, what's in store for us? I do want to say I know that we're going to do the 2023 overall forecast and that will happen. And the delay has, I admit, on my end because I had a house full of guests for a holiday that had been delayed for three years due to the pandemic. So it was it was a very busy December, early January for me. So the information is coming and you'll enjoy it when you get to listen to it. On January 16th, it's Martin Luther King Day in the United States. And the moon is in the sign of Scorpio. It is what we call a very uh, well-aspected day, but not necessarily an easy day. When the moon is in the sign of Scorpio, water signs, especially Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, these are people who will reflect deeply, kind of depending on their orientation, not necessarily dig into the wound, but they they look. They look at things that are reflective. And so some of us may feel very internal on this particular day, which is fine. I mean, certainly, as I mentioned, the United States and how it's a day of honoring a great peacemaker of the United States who also was bringing strong message of how the United States needed to do soul searching and understanding about the racial divides. This is a highlighted time because uh, the United States, with its Pluto return happening, is in a huge state of flux. And as I'll continue to talk about 2023, this year, unlike the years that preceded it, which have been so fraught and difficult and polarized, it may be hard to see in the first few weeks or months of the year, but uh, Things are falling into place for new paradigms, new realities, new ways of being. So 
the energy on a day like the 16th is such that some of us, especially in the morning, will have a uh, revelation, an upset, a sudden awareness that comes in. It may be comfortable, it may be uncomfortable, depending on how it affects our personal horoscope. But the morning of the 16th, and the times I give her Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are on the planet, but the morning of the 16th has this uh, like lightning bolt edge to it. And so it can be disruptive. It can, it can pull us out of this sense of this is the way things are and how they're going because something has been revealed. Something new needs to be understood and looked at. <clears throat> and although this may or may not be comfortable for us, it behooves us to check it out and see, okay, um, I'm driving somewhere, I need to be there at a certain point in time, and now there's this detour. Well, you can't go drive through the detour, clearly, so you have to take the new information, go with it, and in this year <laughs> that is so much about adaptability, move with it. Allow yourself to uh, go with however you're being led or directed and not fight it too hard. The other thing to note on this particular day is that in mid-afternoon, it can be a challenging day, especially for some of us who have a sense of uh, my needs aren't being met or I'm not able to receive what it is that I truly deserve. If you have this point of realization or friction, then it it's time to look at it. Why is that? Why are your needs not being met? Why are you not being acknowledged for what you've done? And if it's something that requires you to speak up, then uh, it's time to not necessarily do it that day, this particular day, but shift your your relationship with whatever that story is. I mean, we all tell ourselves stories. It's embedded in us and we get very attached to our stories, whatever they may be. So if the feeling is, oh, you know, I, I need a raise, I'm not making what I deserve or I should, or um, my boyfriend doesn't listen to me and it doesn't matter how many times we have this conversation, it's just kind of, it goes in circles or it's a dead end, then it's valuable to realize, okay, this is the way the story has gone until this point in time. So when the moon is in Scorpio, how do I look at this about how I might be continuing to act in the story a certain way that does not allow change or shift? And how might I change the dialogue, the orientation, the perception of me as an actor in this story that could change the outcome? Scary part is you don't know what the outcome is. <clears throat> I mean, if we're in a certain play or, or or a story that always goes a certain way, there's comfort in that. But when we recognize, oh, you know, if I change the dialogue, 
if I don't respond or react in the predictable way, if I see things differently, then what's the outcome going to be? And because of the energy of this day, and as we get in tomorrow, especially in the early hours of the, the day and, and the morning, then we're in a position where we can really aim and direct so that we feel more in control of not necessarily the outcome, but at least our part in the story. So for some of us, based on what I've just talked about, you know, for some of us, it may be okay let me write down or talk to a mirror and come up with a different response or dialogue with my boss or my my partner that might might get me confident to come up with a another way of spinning this or looking at this and if i if these words start to feel natural to me and that i own them and feel powerful in them then perhaps next time the situation comes up, I will, this is the dialogue I will come out with to see what the response is going to be as we engage in a different way. So very, very powerful energy. Today, the 16th, and uh, tomorrow, the 17th. The thing to be aware of on the 17th is that the most power dynamic points of the day are in the pre-dawn hours as we go into the early morning. So if there's something you want to uh, launch or start a conversation about or finish up or move from, this is the time when you do it. Now you want to keep in mind that Mercury goes direct on Wednesday the 18th, and I'll talk more about that in a minute, and also that we're on the waning moon cycle before the new moon happens on Saturday. So, <clears throat> so this isn't necessarily a time to initiate something brand new or, or rewrite a proposal, but the rewrite a proposal piece can be great. You're just not presenting it yet. So the moon goes for it, of course, at 9.27 a.m. And when the moon goes for it, of course, it means it's not making any more geometric aspects to another heavenly body before it changes signs. So from 9.27 a.m. until the moon enters the sign of Sagittarius at 12.33 p.m. just afternoon, on this day, that morning with that moon in Scorpio, void of course, is really, really good for finishing up tasks, digging into something that you really want to uh, finish or understand or work a different way. It's tremendous for that. Because Mercury is slowed down in the sky and is about to go direct tomorrow, uh, we may feel as though things are moving very slowly and that things are not getting done or the responses we would like in the um, momentum we would like. But really what's happening 
is it's behind the scenes activity that need to be in place for when the, the curtains open and suddenly everything's on. So do everything that needs to be done in that setup way, uh, especially in those morning hours when you don't want to you don't want to run out the door and and respond to something new. You want to make sure everything is as it needs to be. Like the machine is well oiled. Because once you start to move, you don't want to take time to pull over and do any maintenance. So when the moon enters Sag as of 12.33 p.m., we're in very different energy. And it's actually, as I said, very fast moving. You want to keep in mind that Mercury has um, is going direct, as I said, and that waning moon cycle. But a lot of us may feel as though we've waited a long time for this and we're going, you know, especially those of us who have been very much affected by that Mars retrograde that went direct last week. So there's... There's <laughs> there's forward movement and people are going to be jumping on the vehicle to go where they want to go, even though maybe everything isn't in the suitcase or wrapped up in the way they would like. So if we were able to prep as best as possible on the morning of Tuesday the 17th, that's great because suddenly everybody wants to move fast and go. Now, one thing to be aware of is that in the evening, especially the late evening on Tuesday, uh, people can feel very argumentative. And arguments can be productive or they can go nowhere. And so, again, the better we prepared for when things open up more, the easier it is for us to respond, remark, and adapt to whatever's being put before us. So Wednesday the 18th, the Mercury goes direct at 8.12 a.m. Eastern Time. And today can just feel popping. I mean, that moon and Sag... It can be curious, it can be explorative, it can encourage us to take risks. Uh, of course, it all depends how fiery you are by nature. If uh, you have fire sign or air sign energy in your horoscope, um, these are the people who are going to really like percolate over these couple of days. And... Geminis are probably going to be <laughs> jumping out the door because it's it's been a long uh, retrograde process for uh, air signs, especially Geminis, with uh, Mars that was retrograde in Gemini and then Mercury being retrograde over this period of time. So... I think today will be a very enthusiastic day on the 18th, 
And especially you're going to see that if you hang or are a person who especially is a Gemini or somebody with a strong Mars Scorpio or Aries placement. The other thing to be aware of on Wednesday is that the Sun and Pluto are in exact alignment in the morning hours, mid-morning. And so this is really strong. Uh, It may not affect you directly. It may just be something you read in the news or hear in the news that there is a, uh, it's a, how to describe it? It's, It's like a power surge. And the more in touch we are with the source of the power, the less Um, seemingly destructive it is because a power surge of course if it's unexpected or comes down too strong can blow out somebody's computer so um, if you have kind of dicey electric wiring I would suggest you just unplug that morning and wait until this passes because it's and it's not it's not primarily electrical it can have a lot to do with engines with uh, things that are where we get our deepest resources and wherever that comes from you know if you're doing a physical workout if you're investing in something just be aware that things can move very quickly or, or seem to be very incendiary And not necessarily bad. It's just if you're if you're dealing with something very powerful, um, it can be energy that creates movement and transformation, but only if it's respected and well carried you can't be cavalier about this energy at all it has to uh, i mean don't try to dodge it if you come across it if you feel it within you or another person meet it Um, meet it so that you're not um, overwhelmed by it so once mercury is booking along direct um, we are in a much busier, responsive time than we were the first couple of weeks of January. And so this is, uh, as I said, these are popping days. <laughs> uh, so Wednesday the 18th into Thursday the 19th. On the 19th, the moon goes void, of course, uh, pre-dawn, 5.09 a.m. And it's, it's void, of course, morning into mid-afternoon. And in the sign of Sag, I, you know, I just encourage you to get out in nature, move it somehow, um, or plan, work on planning your trip or whatever you're going to do. It's, it wants to expand. It wants to see limitless horizons. And the moon enters Capricorn at 2.11 p.m. And so these are the couple of dark of moon days. Uh, before that new moon on Saturday. So uh, Aquarius, uh, Sun, 
comes in on Friday in um, pre-dawn, and that is starting to spin this energy, this wintertime energy a little different, where we're entering into the uh, maintaining of the season. And so that also reflects in what's going on in our work life, our emotional life. We, we're coming off that kind of entry into the new year, and we're getting more into, okay, this is what the routine looks like. Um, and so it's, it's much more a period when we're able to hold routines and really align ourselves with what is the focus as we get into fully this year. So if you've been feeling a little fractured the past few weeks or a couple of weeks and trying to get into, you know, how does this all fit into place? How do I really get in uh, alignment with what I want to be happening as I come off the holidays and into this new year? Um, you'll be feeling a lot more focus on that as we get into the afternoon of the 19th and into the 20th. It's the dark of moon period before the new moon, so it's a perfect time to slough off or put to rest anything that you don't want to carry into the next lunar cycle. Um, some projects, of course, are ongoing, so it's important to revisit them and, and kind of put them where you need to so that in the first few days of the new moon cycle, you can actually address them and, and make them happen. So overall, um, Friday the 20th uh, afternoon, evening the 19th, are moons and Capricorns. So we want to, we want to be delivering on uh, some level of productivity that we want to be making happen. So the new moon on the 21st occurs exactly at 3.53 p.m. So prior to that point in the day, the moon has gone void, of course, at 10.52 a.m. And so we it enters Aquarius at 1.29 p.m. So the morning, early afternoon is still in that let's organize, finish up, get things in place. Uh, once we're in that entering of the Aquarius moon, we are in this really lovely weekend of um, that new moon in Aquarius, which is what is it you want to start? What is it you want to kick off? What conversations do you want to have? Who do you want to talk to? I mean, there is such lovely, juicy energy with uh, Jupiter and Venus around this new moon that really, really encourages making things happen. And to my point about the the year forecast that will be coming out in the next couple of days, the 22nd is when the year of the rabbit begins on the Chinese calendar, and that's the lunar new year. So the rabbit year is really about let's hop into growth, let's hop into connections, let's uh, all that quiet energy, internal energy of staying in place or moderating who you saw or when you saw them or how you saw them because of the pandemic of the past few years, if that was something you were 
heeding or paying attention to that that really shifts and not the people who are will still be careful about what that all means but the the playfulness or the desire to make those connections happen really opens up so this weekend the 21st and the 22nd have have a a time of hopefulness, expansion, and connection, because that's what you're going to want. And now I turn it over to Susie. Yippee! <laughs> Another big week ahead. <laughs> mm. Let's hop into it. Okay, so let's dive in for 10 minutes of meditation. I invite you to hold a place of quiet, a place of Nice stillness, peace. And as we do this, just become aware of yourself, where you are, who you are, what you're doing, like real self-awareness. It's like that feeling of like when you've been slouching and you sit up and you straighten your back. Self-awareness. Who am I? What am I? What am I doing? Really aware of the fact that we're taking a few minutes now to be in stillness in the physical body, slowing down, not motivated by having to do something, But being in stillness and training the body, training the mind, training the feelings to come to this place of stability, of centeredness. And for those of you that have been meditating for years or those people that are familiar with this feeling, we know that this is something that we fall back on many times a day sometimes, but it's something that we can always fall back on to come back to centre. And the more we do it, the more we train ourselves, the more it is there available for us in our fingertips, just ready for us to use and as times are changing on our planet as things might get more difficult or more fast or more chaotic as things in our lives become perhaps more overwhelming we can always turn back inside to this place and the more we practice it the more it's there for us and the more our body can go there immediately, the more our mind can go there immediately. That's why it's so important for us, this meditation practice. Even if we're just sitting for a few minutes, 10 minutes every day, perhaps we do it in the mornings and then in the evenings, Perhaps we try and extend it a little bit more. 
But our intention is to quiet the mind, slow down everything in the body and find stillness. And what we're also trying to do with our mind is to find that place not only of stillness but of neutrality where I'm not being pushed or pulled, where I'm not like the wind flower just blowing around in the wind, blowing wherever conditions take me, but that I have a very strong, stable, centred place but it is without judgment. It is without any kind of attachment. It's strong and it's neutral. And this whole idea of neutrality is very, very important for us. It doesn't mean that you can't have strong convictions and strong morals, but it does help us to not get into the drama, to not get into the pain. It helps us to stay at that bird's eye view, what I like to call the condor or the eagle's viewpoint, where you can look down onto the conditions, onto the situation at large, and you can see from the point of the witness, from an energetic standpoint, what is really important here. Is it really, really important that I stick to this concept or is it really, really important that I stay connected because of love? Always pulling ourselves above the forest, out of the weeds, out of the things that we are so, so strongly attached to and seeing them from a different perspective. And as we rise up and rise out of situations, we start to become less judgmental, more neutral, less attached. And when we're less attached, then also we become less angry, less jealous, less envious, less frustrated, all of those so-called disturbing emotions. When we're in a more neutral space, we're really able to hold compassion in our hearts because we're not necessarily attached to that situation, that condition that person. We can have compassion for all the situations and for all the people. 
it makes us much more generous in our heart. It makes us so much more compassionate. So just visualize yourself just for a moment that you're floating up in the sky. Perhaps you're actually gliding on a waft of wind. Perhaps you're very high up there like the eagle or the condor, following the currents, following the drafts. And you look down onto the earth. And you look down without any of the concepts that you have experienced or learned. And you're looking down at all beings with compassion, at all conditions, all situations with compassion. And you feel that neutrality now in the cells of your being. You can feel that peace now coming into the mind, the heart. Tremendous understanding. Loving kindness and peace. And slowly you can feel yourself just becoming less and less attached. We can still enjoy, we can still be present, we can still be highly effective and functional in this world, but at a higher level of spirituality. As you feel this in yourself, feel it emanating from your being to all beings, to every single atom around you. Unconditional love, peace, peace, peace. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Pam, so much. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and see you next time. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life, regardless We look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.